Hello and welcome to the movie podcast review and reaction of What If, Episode 8, What If, Ultron 1. My name is Daniel and joining me today is Shabazz. Hello. And Anthony. Hello. How are you guys doing today? You, you made that hello so normal on purpose. Yeah. yeah. You, you went like so straight with it. You're like, hello. I thought of... Uh, like you were an AI. I thought of Macaulay Culkin in Home Alone. when You, he's, it did, you 100% hello. <laughs> right before he shot uh, yeah. from the BB gun? Uh, Marv. Yeah, was but, it Marv? It's Marv, right? I think it was Marv. Daniel Stern? Yes. And he gets, yeah. yes, because yeah. he puts his head through the doggy hole. Yeah. yeah. And was, Harry is Joe Pesci. No, Harry no, is. No, Harry is. Yeah, Harry, it's reverse, yeah. right? Yeah, reverse, yeah. yeah. Interesting. Great movies. Mom. What if Macaulay Culkin lost? What if Macaulay Culkin killed Ultron? What if, what if Kevin McAllister got his home invaded? My God. As always, you can catch a brand new episode of the movie podcast every single Monday and watch out throughout the week for review episodes just like this one and all the latest movies and series. Make sure you're following us at the movie podcast on Instagram, Twitter, TikTok, and Letterboxd. And don't forget to leave us a review on Apple Podcasts and join our Discord and write into the show at hello at themoviepodcast.ca. Check out our show notes for all of those links and more. Some quick announcements. Obviously, check out our amazing reviews that we have out for No Time to Die, The Many Saints of Newark, Venom, Let There Be Carnage. Um, and make sure you tune in on Monday's episode of The Movie Podcast because we are talking to lead animator of Marvel Studios' What If, Genevieve Desbien and Anthony did a bang up job talking to her. So make sure you tune yes, in for I that. Did. You did a great job. <laughs> yeah. you, you you made us proud, man. You made us very proud. So make sure you tune into that episode and listen to how proud Anthony made us. Because you'll be yeah, proud of him listen. as well. <laughs> go, <laughs> well. Yeah, go listen. Go yeah, listen. Forget about it. <laughs> uh, so of course today we're going to be talking spoiler filled on what if Ultron won. So we're now starting to see towards the very end of the season that all of these multiverses that we've been kind of dealing with are all connected. And what I love so much about this episode right off the bat, I'll start us off is that the watcher, um, he really is a character that I just can't wait to see more of mm -hmm. in the MCU. Mm -hmm. uh, Shay, what was your first reaction to this episode? Yeah, I mean, it starts off really, really cool with, you know, Hawkeye and Black Widow. They're just being chased by a bunch of the Ultron robots. Um, so right right off the bat, like, it, it, it's an action-packed episode. And I really, really dug that. There was some great action moments with Hawkeye. Looks like he's got a robotic arm as well. So really cool moments. They're in Russia. They're trying to figure out what's going on. I really enjoyed this episode. I mean, what if so far has been a has been a pretty good series for me. It has it hasn't really you know blown me away, but I've been enjoying what I've been seeing from it. Um, but to kind of get to this point now, where it feels like it's all starting to make sense in a way, it got me really excited. And I think that you know, like you mentioned, the Watcher definitely plays a bigger role in this episode. Curious to see where he's going to show up next in real life, right. you know, in the real form. So this is this is a really cool experience. You know, you had a lot of great characters. Did we actually have uh, Jeremy Renner voicing Hawkeye in this one? We did. So we have Jeremy, uh, yeah. Jeremy Renner voicing Hawkeye, uh, Lake Bell coming back to do Black Widow, uh, Black Widow um, Jeffrey Wright's doing The Watcher, uh, the Watcher obviously, and uh, no, uh, why am I blanking on his name right now? Uh, the Lizard King from, <laughs> from The Office. Why am I blanking on his name? Oh, um... James James Spader. Spader James Spader yeah James Spader did not return to do Ultron no. uh, Ross Marquand did who did the voice oh. of uh, Red Skull in or did I guess the, the, the performance of Red Skull in Avengers yes. uh, Infinity War and he's Endgame great, he's a great um, 
Impressionist. Impressionist, yeah. So he did a good job as Ultron in this as well, too. Yeah. Um, I really love that, yeah, like you were saying, Shay, like this episode just starts and they're on the run. You have the most, I guess, human of Avengers who survived because yeah. everyone else is pretty much gone. You know, Iron Man always dying, man. Iron Man is Poor dying guy. in every episode that he's in. Has he survived an episode that he's been in yet? No. No, he's always... Like, they're just like, yeah, we're going to keep killing Tony Stark off. Yeah. They must not like Robert Downey Jr. No, <laughs> no they're just... But And I, and I like that because we're seeing truly, like, what if, like, what if Tony Stark is just dead? Yeah. You know, it could also all be scenarios. a play on the idea of because Tony Stark was so big in our... In the universe that we've watched. Yeah. Maybe he's not as big as he is... In other universes. Uh, right. Uh, if you look at it that way. You could, While, yeah. like, Hawkeye being alive in quite a bit of this episode. Yeah, and, it's true. And even Black Widow. And I, and I think it's one of those things, too, that the show is solidifying that. You know, I think Tony Stark dying is, like, um, it's something that has to happen in every universe. Mm-hmm. That mm-hmm. that really is the, the catalyst for the team to find a way of winning. You know, it's like that, that nexus point, like they were talking about in Loki, that this is an event that happens that leads to everything else that's happening so mm-hmm. we saw ultron um appear at the end of the party thor episode from last week um and the watcher's like wait who the hell is this guy and then now we're starting full force with the the world being taken over and uh i love that this episode pays homage to so many different just films not just obviously the marvel films but like they reference raiders of the lost ark and even the way it's shot is very re- reminiscent of that uh i love that we saw uh arnim zola come back in the in the computer anthony what did, what else from this episode stood out to you uh i i think the action sequences were fantastic oh beautiful very very good i i did like the idea of ultron finally realizing that there is someone watching and breaks through the I want to say the fifth dimension here because he breaks through that barrier it's to so find scary. the watcher who clearly is never this has never happened to him before and how calculating vision is vision why do we keep or Ultron. Ultron yeah because he looks like vision well because he's vision that's the, he's it's vision's, vision's body, body that they made originally for Ultron right but how calculating Ultron is and how the steps he does to do the steps he takes to really take over the watchers thrown and there yeah. was this huge battle between um ultron and the watcher which i didn't expect the watcher puts on like this armor thing dude he, he goes suits through. up he's yeah. he's that's awesome it was really really well done i i love this episode because now all the other episodes before that there is there are the consequences of actions that have happened now lead up to something that's grander than everything else and right i really like that because I did like the idea of them being bottle stories, but I was like, where are you going with this show? Right. And this is where it's we're, going. We're leading to that. Yeah. So mm. I, I'm digging it. I, I, this is my favorite episode. And I, and I love that this episode too, like we're having an Ultron that is harnessing, obviously not just a Mind Stone, which is powerful enough to, to wipe out the, the world, but now he has all of the Infinity Gems, the Infinity Stones, and he is just... When he, when like you said, when he like turns around and he starts hearing the Watcher, he's like, "Hold on, who who's talking?" Like, I see you, and the Watcher's like, "Wait, what? What the fuck?" Like, it, like it's such like mm-hmm. a a freaky moment because it almost feels like he's seeing it's us. Scary, it was very scary, you know. Yeah. And like he, the way he turns, and you just, I almost just, you just hear James Spader just like, like, "Whoa, like, I who always, is this?" I like, love Ultron oh as a villain. Me too. I hope he does come back in the Marvel universe. I hope so too some, because I think he's a very scary villain. He's an AI that's literally a terminator and that was a big thing it felt like there are sequences from the terminator because these robots always trying to get at um black widow and even hawkeye 
just the relentless Terminator thing, like thinking that I need to get to them to kill them to rip them apart. It felt very scary with those those uh, those we'll say vision bots or sorry uh, the Ultron Ultron bots. bots. Yeah, yeah, yeah I, I love that. I love that it just kept going, and they were just like, man, like, and this Ultron is still like very snarky as well too, which I like because obviously he's built off the like the the mind of Tony Stark, so like he still has like the snark to him that he's talking to them and like intimidating them and making them feel like inferior. And also, there's that crazy moments in the episode that reminded me like is he about to turn into galactus right now where he just turns into a giant Mm -hmm. like ultron and he like takes a bite out of the watcher it literally looks like a panel of galactus and that that freaked me out when i saw that yeah i did die at the moment though when thanos shows up and like in a in a second he's just eviscerated cut in half it reminded me of when trunks cuts uh frieza in half when he lands on it was just like all that, you know, 50 episodes leading to Frieza dying and then coming back and then Trunks just slicing him in half. Great, great moment. It was a very powerful moment because it's, you are nothing Shows compared to Shows how insignificant yeah. that other character yeah. is, 100%. So it's it's crazy. Um, there's that other moment where, um, you know, when Ultron is fighting Watcher and he's like, you know, you have all this power and you're, all you do is spend your time watching. And like, and now they're fighting. He's like, well, it's a lot less creepy now that, yeah. like, you know, like, don't you want to do this? So again, it's like that snark coming through. He's got a big head though, eh? Yo, when he, when he suited up, I'm like, damn, dude. dude like, he does, you, he's you got, got big he, head he, syndrome. He, he, <laughs> he got a, wear a helmet, man. He's the only character we actually haven't, I get, have we seen the Watcher? I Was the Watcher in a Guardians of the Galaxy? In Guardians yeah. Volume 2, but even though they were, it was the Watcher, Watcher, it was the same race, I guess. But I feel like if we were to see them in live action, they'll look a little different. They'll look better, yeah. Yeah, yeah I hope they do. Because... Of all the characters, he's the only new one that we've actually get to see. There's no introduction of any other Marvel characters that has not been in a movie, mm-hmm. right? Do you think we'll see the Watcher in Multiverse of Madness? I think yes. so. I think so, too. I think so. Because I can't see why they would introduce him and not use him in some regard in Multiverse of Madness. Yeah. yeah. I the ending really surprised me. I I totally forgot Doctor Strange or the the, <laughs> yeah. the version of our doc, that Doctor Strange who was very ad- adamant to save his uh, his girlfriend and now is trapped within. I don't know what he's trying. Well, within, like his a diamond. Mo- of his world ended. Was consumed. Right. So he's like in. I guess this this prism that he made for himself. Yeah, so right. He's in that. So the Watcher is in that prism. How are they gonna? How are they gonna defeat Ultron? Or Ultron slash Ultron. Vision. Because yeah. I keep thinking of Vision. Um, how are they going to defeat this dude? They got to assemble a multiverse version of the Avengers to mm. stop him. But they're all dead. He's, but from different now, multiverses. He's been... Am I not mistaken? Ultron has been going through all these different multiverses, destroying them? Well, we saw now at the end of this episode that he sees everything. So if anyone tries to attack him, he could stop it. But I wouldn't be surprised now that he's still... There's still endless possibilities out there of multiverses so maybe they'll find a way of assembling some type of team they have to right next episode do you think it will be all the longest episode i would hope so i would I hope, hope so, so too yeah. yeah this was only 30 minutes this one i mean yeah. not counting the credits right um but yeah so let's, let's see yeah I, i'm excited because you could cover a lot of ground with it still and um it just makes me excited to see what they do with season two of the show because if we're doing you know ultron here or this who else can we see that's the, that's the that's the season two. It's called Who Else. Mm-hmm. You know, not what if. 
But we'll have to wait and see. Thank you so much for listening to the movie podcast review and reaction of episode eight of What If. Don't forget, you can catch a brand new episode of the movie podcast every single Monday and watch out for our review episodes and all the latest movies and series. Make sure you follow the movie podcast on Instagram, Twitter, TikTok, and Letterboxd and write into the show at hello at themoviepodcast.ca. Check our show notes for all of those links and more. That was this time with the movie podcast, and we'll see you next. Thank you.